of the hour, we'll let you weigh in on the thoughts of OBJ in purple. The trade rumor floated via a source from a WFAN radio host in New York City earlier today. Uh, second and fifth round picks is what it would cost. We'll, uh, we'll open up the phone lines. We want to hear from you. Matthew Collar doesn't think the idea uh, lines up, although he does believe there could be some truth to all rumors, as Stefan Diggs once said. Mick Gary, native Minnesotan Viking fan. He's been covering sports in South Dakota for 30 years. Joining us on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Hey, congratulations. It was very silent, but it's been 30 years, right? Like at some point you crossed the 30-year mile marker. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It would be, (laughs) no, actually, if you're really going to sharpen your pencil on that, it would be September of this year that it would be 30 years. Okay. All right, we'll bring it up then. Yeah. Yeah, Bring it up. We're going to throw a party, (laughs) assuming we can all get together for a party at that point. Uh, September 18th. Okay. Mark on your calendar. Yes. And pray. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, your, your thoughts on the OBJ to the Vikings? Just say it. Just say it's true and it happened. Would you like that? Would you think that's a good move? My view of the Vikings over the years has kind of gravitated toward whatever is less boring yes. is good. <laughs> and by that measure, I'd be all for Me it. Me too. Just because it would be this. It would be a wrinkle that that we don't see every day, and and. Uh, that part of it would be fun. Do I know that it would be something that would be for the benefit of the Vikings' wins and losses, getting to the Super Bowl? I suspect for a year or two, yes, it would. And uh, I think that's the way the Vikings have to look at things right now. I mean, they're not going to get any younger, and this is something that it's not a team on the way up in a lot of ways. They they have a veteran quarterback, and you know, even that defense is starting to dip a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, why not? Let's see what you, they can do. Uh, you know, we're still waiting for things to see if we're going to have anything started. Certainly, I think the NHL and the NBA, I think they're done. I think they're toast. Um, Major League Baseball, though, what uh, do you think the plan of playing in Florida uh, has a chance that maybe they could get something going? I think because it's got some legs, the story's got some legs, that there might be, I mean, like anything, there's truth to all rumors, Uh, some truth. Uh, Man, it would really be a dive. Uh, But I wouldn't mind it. Just to be able to turn, you're just going to look at it as, can I watch some baseball or not watch baseball, live baseball? I'd say I'd rather watch live baseball now. Is that when you put in the when you also consider the the sport and just how it you know how it it really kind of, I don't know what the word would be, but it, it's not baseball. It's not a baseball season in the context that we're used to them. And that part of it, I think that the overall the game would take a little bit of a hit there. But if you're just going to have baseball or not baseball, I'd say all right. Let them go play there as long as there's some assurance that it's not worsening. Uh, it has the potential to, you know, it does not have the potential to make things worse than they already are as far as the virus, mm-hmm. which is, I think, would be very difficult to convince people of that. Yeah. By the way, Dr. Anthony Fauci, of course, the nation's top infectious disease expert, good guy to listen to these days. He was asked about this um, with uh, Snapchat. 
Peter Hamby week-long interview series. Anyway, first time, first time I've really heard of Fauci addressing sports specifically. And when it comes to holding big events without fans in attendance, he said, quote, there's a way of doing that. Nobody comes to a stadium, put the players in big hotels, wherever you want to play, keep them very well sur- sur- surveilled. Have them tested every single week. Make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. So Dr. Fauci said it is possible, so maybe we can, who knows. Uh, it's, it's hard to decide how, to, how emotionally kind of thrilled to get about anything or down about anything these days, Mick. Yeah, and I think as much as baseball is a slave to the to tradition. They've had some weird things happen in the past. I mean, we missed the World Series in there during a strike, and the game has always recovered to a certain extent. I don't think that their current problems have anything to do with the fact that, that there was a strike 22 years ago or whatever it was. Uh, so I think that there's some resiliency with the sport as far as if you're just going to look at the people who still follow it. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I mean, it wouldn't be the end of the world. I don't think it's anything to really, you know, slam your fist on a table and say, we can't do it over my dead body. Uh, it's just a consideration. There are considerations there, and a lot of them have, would have to do with just preparation and rosters. And some of the mundane stuff, I think, would get a little hairy once you started to really decide this is what you were going to do. But I don't see any real evil in people playing down in Arizona for a couple of months for something to do. I think it'd just be intriguing because there's a good chance that uh, you know the Grapefruit League would be in one uh, division and then the Twins would not be playing their regular teams if they actually do that. That's one of the proposals. <laughs> it would be fun to try to figure out, pretend that there's this big rivalry all of a sudden <laughs> if you're a Grapefruit League guy and damn it, anything else doesn't make any sense. I'm a big grapefruit league guy. That's right. Yeah, baseball, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird. I don't think I'd love it as much as most people would, but well, yeah, I, I wouldn't ignore it either. It would be our duty to pay attention and probably would uh, welcome the sight of baseball. Hey, just have a, a little less than a minute left, Mick. As yeah. we ask every week, what have you been? Uh, what's a story to come or that just recently dropped that uh, that you've been working on? Well, for USD, I did a story this week about a guy named Brian McDermott, who was a USD oh, yeah. basketball player back in the 70s, and uh, he's been at Southern Oregon for 24 years. I covered him. I coach. love the guy. I hung out with that guy. I love that guy. He, he is. Uh, I had a great conversation with him. It lasted about an hour. Oh, he's a cool guy. Uh, and uh, just just had a great time talking to him. And there's a it's a story that probably doesn't do, do uh, justice to the to our interview, but. Uh, it, about him, uh, and then with a bunch of Sanford stuff coming up here over the next couple days. It's a busy place, as you'd well know. Yeah. I had forgotten that Brian was still out there. Yeah. Oh, man. He, yeah, I, I covered that team a lot. I lived two blocks away from the Southern Oregon campus for two years. So I can't wait to go to goyotes.com and read that and mix stuff at sanfordhealth.org. As always, Mick, it's a treat. We'll talk again next week. See you, Mick. Okay. Take care, guys. Mick Gary, and when we come back, we'll reset it. Two big stories of the day, OBJ to the Vikings trade rumors and our interview with Summit League Commissioner Tom Dupel on Augie's future next. Goodbye, Aberdeen.